We're talking about podcast. We're talking about even a podcast. A podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I am Doge. And I am Jordan. Guys, we are still on the tiny television screen, but this week and for this show, WandaVision, the screen feels big. It does. We talked about we talked about this being a $25 million per episode average. I think episode seven, we might have seen like a 60 mil. Yeah, episode? I think probably. this, this waited out that black and white episode from the beginning. I was like, I'm, that was 30 bucks probably. <laughs> yes, it's a new TV show experience on many levels, but with what Disney is willing to shell out for the production of these MCU shows, it just yeah. feels like we're getting just blips of an actual full-length movie. Like it is yep. so good. With about a hundred times the credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and they're flexing for sure. We talk about flexing a lot for directors and producers and actors and stuff, but there's a massive flex on I had a moment in this episode specifically that I was like, there's so much going on. There is so yeah. much happening. There are so many different kinds of vibes, different kinds of scenes, different kinds of cinematography, different kinds of special effects. Yeah. And they're just doing it all so, so well. Let's talk so, for yeah, a second so well. about what they nailed right off the bat, which is uh, the theme song, which was this combination of, it It looked like the visuals of the show Happy Endings. Yep. It sounded like the Office theme song. And the final title card was unequivocally and uh, I would say inarguably Modern Family. Yeah. The fact that Elizabeth Olsen is essentially playing Scarlet Witch by way of Claire Dunphy in this episode. Dude. Solidified the Modern Family. She's so yeah. channeling Claire yeah. Dunphy. Yeah. Like, Elizabeth. Perfect. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is doing this thing that is, it feels like an acting phenomenon to me that when someone just does something so well, to the point to where you don't realize how well they're doing. Does that make right. sense? Like, yes. I think she's been able to mold herself just as much as the special effects have and this and the sets have throughout all these episodes. And I'm Certainly. I'm super impressed. Oh, I'm super time. impressed. Big time. I'm also impressed with actually liking. I, I know we've already talked about this, but I actually enjoy when Darcy's on the screen, which is yeah. a nice change of pace from what both a, of her what other a glow appearances. Up from her completely unpalatable appearances in Thor. <laughs> Right, except the one time she calls Mjolnir Mjumia, that is still funny to me. No, nope, it's honest. not. No, I thought that funny. was funny. I like that. That's an old grandpa's idea of what kids think are funny. <laughs> no, I think it's funny. It was down to two options. He was like, <laughs> "We're gonna, she's gonna call the hammer Mjumia, or some kids are gonna be playing jacks and they're gonna make a big mistake." <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> a I've big never mistake. Dis I've never disliked Darcy in any movie or well, MCU okay. appearance. Mm. All right. That's all Everybody's she's allowed to be wrong about stuff. <laughs> so there. Guys, well, if we're we going to be wrong about, about stuff, how about we talk about how much how much you like Paul Bettany? Uh, Gag. I love Paul Bettany. I, whoa. <laughs> no, Paul Bettany's I'm kidding. amazing. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Oof. Guys, can we talk about the commercial? Because I think the commercial in this episode of WandaVision is the key to understanding what is happening here. Yes, I'm going to jump us back in time uh, about a minute and a half for two seconds. In the title sequence, I did see this online just a little bit ago. One of the one of the images flashing through the title sequence says, uh, "Wanda, I know what you're doing." Oh, yep. I missed that. It's like letters on a refrigerator, essentially. <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, can I tell you? Who I don't made know what the implication letters? is. 
But yeah, you know who, who made, made those, those letters? letters? It was Agatha all along. Mm, nice. Our number one, number one thing we've said in every episode is that Agnes is Agatha Harkness. So just chalk one up to the two chunks boys being exactly completely right about Yay. something. Maybe the only time we've ever been 100% correct. But I think the commercial uh, for this episode is the most interesting thing about this episode. And so too. this episode, we did see Spectrum slash Photon slash Captain Marvel slash Pulsar. She's got a million different names in the comics, but we did see Monica Rambeau get powers. And I still think the commercial is the most important thing. The pill, the antidepressant that the commercial is for is called Nexus. That name is pretty significant to readers of the Marvel comics, as the credits call them. <laughs> because in comics, there's a, a place called the Nexus of All Realities. Uh, people don't know if this is something that was created by a super high intelligence, high level extra dimensional being, or if it's just a naturally occurring place. But the Nexus of All Realities is the very center of reality. It's where every multiverse overlaps. It's a physical place you can go to in every multiverse and be in every multiverse. It's the center of a Venn diagram of universes, basically. Oh, wow. I think the nexus of all realities is Agatha's basement. Because it looks like we had different doors, different doors places to, different to go realities. We there. I think the nexus of all realities is Agatha's basement. Interesting. So she... She's the one who has brought Quicksilver, uh, the Evan Peters Quicksilver here. I think that's made pretty clear by the post-credit scene in this episode, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you turned off the credits, surprise, there's a post-credit scene. Um, but I, I do believe that the nexus of all realities is going to be a key thing moving forward into our little mini multiverse phase of WandaVision, Spider-Man 3, and Doctor Strange 2. Uh, and, and Agatha, I think, is the primary mover and shaker of the nexus of all realities. So you Which, think this kickstarts our multiverse for madness, real, for real. Not, to be, not to be confused for real, with multiverse For real, I do. And I think that she is, uh, she has been living there. So Agatha lived through like Salem witch trials and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, my theory, and, my number one theory about Agnes is, and I, I haven't seen anybody talk about this yet. I think she's uh, a witch. Uh, yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. From Hocus Pocus, the kind that really yeah. care about high schoolers' virginity. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's yes. exactly who she is. That's what I think too. So this is, I, I love this on many levels. I think the very first thing that I thought outside of just getting excited to actually start seeing the chops of Agatha Harkness as a character and not just Agnes and this role that she's been playing yeah. is I, I'm, it's solidified. We're going to get a lot more Catherine Hahn. Thank yep. goodness. Not yep. just in WandaVision. She's just going to start showing up in other places in the MCU. She is becoming now, it feels, a key player uh, in in this world, and I'm very excited. For Dude, that. I hope, when she I hope was like, "Oh, weird and sounds. I killed Sparky too." <laughs> like she's just so funny. Such a good laugh. I'm, I'm apologizing right now. I hope the weird sound my throat just made didn't make it into the episode. I'm I breaking all kinds of podcast etiquette right now because I have my throat up to the mic, so you could hear my very loud ice drink go down <laughs> my throat. So if you're listening to this and this is an ASMR trigger for you, you're welcome. You're welcome. That was free. Sorry about yeah. it. Sorry about it. But yeah, Doge more Catherine I, Han. Doge and I are actually recording in, out of the same house right now. Um, we're staying with Doge because uh, our apartment lost all power in this uh, very, very no good, horrible, bad week Yeah, uh, here in Dallas. And I can hear everything Doge says both live with my human ears through the door and also on the Zoom call. And yeah. listeners, it's upsetting. Yep. It's a, it's a pretty shocking delay, actually. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that. Uh -oh. So anyway, Nexus of All Realities. 
Agatha's basement. She has taken, uh, I believe she's taking the, (laughs) she's taking the kids back to Mephisto. The kids are shards. I don't, I don't think we'll meet him until Dr. Strange too. Okay. Uh, I think she's taking the kids back to Mephisto. The kids are in the comics created from shards of Mephisto's soul. We've talked about that before. When they are reabsorbed into Mephisto in a reverse Horcrux process, he reabsorbs their souls. They cease to exist. Agatha is the one that, out of compassion for Wanda, wipes her memory of her children, which leads to Wanda's fractured, fragmented brain doing all kinds of bad things in its comics. So they milk that for a couple of decades. But (laughs) I think that's what's happening here. I think the kids are gone. I think they're reabsorbed into Mephisto. And then next week, Agatha's going to wipe Wanda and Vision's minds of their children. Mm. Can you imagine a a Mephisto introduction kind of being like the way Thanos was? It was like, we knew, okay, here's yeah. uh, an idea of his existence. Okay, here's him from behind. You know, here's the back of his head. Oh, now he turned at the camera to Mephisto later. would be you know, a like, really, because I, I think what they should do, they shouldn't try to replicate the Thanos thing. They should do a couple of different big bads, eventually leading to like a Galactus thing in, a, in 15, 20 years, right? Yeah. But I think it'd be really interesting to have Mephisto be the big bad of of this stuff. Uh, yeah, to have like some kind stuff. of yeah, some kind of government stuff be the big bad of the Falcon Winter Soldier type of vibe things. Sure. And then we've got Kang the Conqueror confirmed, played by Jonathan Majors. Yeah, that's in Ant Man Quantum Mania. So I think Kang the we Conqueror. We are in for such a, a wild ride of Marvel. Kang the stuff. Conqueror would be a great little like mini villain. None of these guys can can be the next Thanos, I think, but they can be little bitty baby Thanos. Sure. Yeah. For yeah, sure. and, I, and I think you're right, Doge. I think scattering the threat again for a while is a great way to begin to rebuild stakes. I think the one of the biggest mistakes that they could make is trying to go, here's Thanos 2.0. Yeah. Right after Thanos. Thanos. Um, and I also think that, you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility for something like a Sinister Six to pop up in a Spider-Man situation and maybe I mean, have some far-reaching consequences for some other accounts, stuff. By all accounts, we're getting Sinister Six, a multiverse version of the Sinister Six in Spider-Man 3. Sure, yeah. All all rumors point to that. Wouldn't surprise me if we kept over, kept Norman Osborn from that and went into kind of, uh, like had him assume the role of Iron Patriot and then form, uh, I'm blanking on the name, Thunderbolts, I think. The dark, the, like the villain Avengers, basically. But anyway... I thought Ross was involved in the Thunderbolts. He is. Yeah, is he Red still Hulk around? Is, is he still around mm-hmm. in MCU? Yeah, he's in. He's in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, ooh, yeah. Oh, cool. Ooh. William Hurt, <laughs> yeah. Thunderbolt Ross. Yes, sir. Only returning character from Ed Norton's Hulk movie. <laughs> uh, in the comics, Agatha has a cat named Ebony, who's her familiar, kind of like the cat from Hocus Pocus. Um, this cat's a powerful extra-dimensional creature who takes the form of a cat, can only be killed by splitting it at the atomic level. All that standard comic book stuff for a magic animal. I think the rabbit is her familiar in this. I think the rabbit is the, the MCU version of Ebony. What's only the name? Senor, senor what? Senor Scratchy. Yeah. <laughs> only because we've already had a cat be a big crazy monster in right. Captain Marvel. I think that's a good play. I think that's, I think that's exactly... Nail on the head there is that we're going to have that familiar Benny. I think so too. That that all that all familiar bunny. You miss your old familiar bunny. <laughs> um, it seems like a question still unanswered, and and maybe it was answered, and it was just a little more lame. Is did we have we do we have our aerospace engineer yet? No, 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 no. Okay, we I don't have aerospace so. engineer. 
I didn't. Think I so. don't. I don't think that Goodner was the aerospace engineer. Goodner's a, just a military amigo. Yeah, Major Goodner. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, I, I don't think this is it. I now fully, fully, fully believe that this mysterious aerospace engineer. We are not going to meet them in Wandavision, but I do believe that it's Reed Richards. Mm. You do. This aerospace engineer created this armored space rover, and that's totally, totally a yeah. great way to bring. Fantastic Four into the MCU. Like, here's a scientist who makes all kinds of crazy space stuff and he's going to go up and test it himself. Uh-oh, he invited his whole family and they all get irradiated. Okay. They ate up too many of them rays. <laughs> this is Reed, Mr. Fantastic, yes? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. The stretchy boy himself. Fingers crossed, I'm still holding out hope for the Krasinsk. I want it bad. I have seen Patrick Wilson floating around. Ah. I, I wouldn't be sad about very that. Very on board with that. I, I wouldn't like be sad about a lot. that. I like him what a lot. A, what else was he in? Uh, he's in like Insidious, Fargo. Um, he, Fargo season two, main character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's done comic book stuff before. He was in Watchmen. Yep. Oh, he was, wasn't you he? You are correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I could see that too. That's it, guys. We've gone through my, I wrote four things down. And I was going to explode <laughs> if I didn't talk about them. We so made it I'm, all through those. The rest of my notes is just notes about Spectrum, Photon, Captain Marvel, Pulsar, whatever they're going to call Monica. Right. Uh, I love Modern Family. So let's talk about that a little bit. I think this is more a love note to 2010 sitcoms versus one in particular, as they kind of have all I think been. they've all been that way, yeah. yeah. Um, but we get like... The the gym look from Vision in the car. We get the yeah. um, the talking head interviews, which is great. Breaking the fourth wall, the name of the episode. Very smart. Um, but I really do want to zero back in for just a second on Elizabeth Olsen's performance, just channeling Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Well, something that I feel like Elizabeth Olsen has done so well in this series that I think is probably harder than I am giving it credit for in the moment is exactly what you said earlier, she is being Scarlet Witch. She is being Wanda by way of these other characters until she isn't anymore. And yep. that that switch is flipped so quickly. Um, and I, I really just think she is doing a pretty incredible job of carrying, like this episode in particular was really, what what's her, the act, uh, Julie Bowen, who plays, Claire Dunphy, like Claire. even the mannerisms. Yeah. Uh, like her face and the way that she um, like adjusts her body before she says certain things. I don't know, man. We just watched through all of Modern Family a couple months ago. And so it's still fresh in my brain. It's dead on. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm just really impressed with her throughout this whole show, but particularly this episode. Um, yeah. I think that's something impressive all the way through is because we're kind of, we're kind of caught up now. I think to current, I think we're probably not going to see another iteration of the sitcom. No, I don't think because so. Because it's now. Like, I don't know what they would do differently. I could see um, them maybe doing like a, a a YouTube or like mobile entertainment kind of a joke. It's Quibi. It's more, what if it's yeah, only Quibi and it's vertical? <laughs> it's just The next Quibis. episode is 15 seconds long. Yeah, yeah, or it's a YouTube like video that's a Vine compilation that says TikToks that jibbled my jobbles, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> However, those are titled. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, jibbled I, my jobbles. I certainly do. have a different rating for this episode. Um, but <laughs> I think my we're kind of done. I think we're done iterating the show, the sitcom, because yeah. when Wanda descends, when Wanda goes into the basement, we're back in our uh, in our letterboxed format. Yeah. You guys notice that our our black bars on the top and bottom reappear. We're 
2.39 by one. It's our cinematic aspect ratio. And so we're out of the show. Agatha's basement exists outside of the hex. Okay. Carter doesn't care. I care a lot, Doge. And the, the thing that, so I made a joke. If you've watched True Detective, the descent down to the basement was very Carcosa. <laughs> you haven't got goals or not. Like, yes. I was waiting for something like that. But I think you're right. I think the references are out the door. Um, and I think that now it's, I think it's highly likely that our next two episodes are some sort of explosion of all the different eras like we were seeing yeah. in Wanda's living room when she was kind of freaking out. Yeah. Um, and if that is even a taste, a morsel of a taste of what is to come in things like uh, Multiverse of Madness and that kind of stuff, if we get some of that weirdness here moving forward in these last two episodes, I'm going to be one jolly fella. You know what I just thought of? No, but I Wanda herself could also be the nexus of all realities. Sometimes, sometimes it like manifests Dang. inside a person and the antidepressants that the world doesn't revolve around you. Except sometimes it does. And our show, every single word is Wanda, 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 Wanda until WandaVision at the end. Wanda herself could be the nexus of all realities. I'm going out on a major limb and calling the nexus of all realities shot as a big important thing moving forward. I'm going to sound really silly in six months if next week they're just like, I, yeah, I'm Agatha and I have a magic basement. It's nothing special. You've never read a comic book about it. <laughs> they I, wouldn't do that commercial if something wasn't coming. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely, it, it felt thoughtful. <clears throat> and I'm just, I'm glad I have good friends and good co-hosts that know that kind of stuff. Because <laughs> I get to just kind of rely, I get to ride the wave there a little bit. The setup I do of have, her basement <clears throat> reminded me of the Bifrost in uh, God of War. Yep, very much. Uh, which is which also is itself about a kind of traveling yep, yep. between different realities or different, uh, essentially, like, realms. So I, th- I think when watching WandaVision, all senses are heightened because there seem to be so many breadcrumbs everywhere. I think that just happens with MCU movies in general. Mm-hmm. But especially with this series, it feels like in particular. Is it, do you think there's anything to be said about that cicada we saw on the, the uh, curtain that we spent some time, like, zoomed in? camera on the cicada is that supposed to just be imagery or is that some like other galactic uh super villain that i don't know about Doge? i thought I'm potentially sure. it was a reference to plagues <clears throat> could be okay i don't know it didn't uh, immediately jump out to me as anything yeah it looks i just like don't a, know why you pick a cicada on the inside of somebody's house in new jersey yeah uh, i thought it might represent some kind of transformation or some kind of like shedding of the old bringing the new uh or like maybe uh, Agatha Harkness isn't playing the Agnes role anymore. She about to be revealed. I don't know. But it's just a, so funny. A cicada I, is a locust, right? I don't think so. I don't know. I think they're different. They are different. Did you just Google it? Mm-hmm. I bet you feel so silly. Interesting. I thought they were the same thing. So I was wondering if it was a reference to like a plague of locusts or something. Well, but, you hate to see it happen. That beloved podcast, Meteoric Rise, it all comes crashing down when somebody thinks that cicadas and locusts. Are, listen, if you if you're here for that hard-hitting insect nomenclature. I'm sorry to say you got to look elsewhere. Look, we're not called two bugs in a chunk. We're we're two we're not even called two anything's in a chunk. We're called <laughs> yeah, two no. chunks in a hunk and uh that's all I, that's all I have to say about that. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Can okay. we recoup our losses by going to some ads? Yeah. That feels that feels right. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. So Mephisto in the comics first appeared as a fly. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Okay. So people are thinking that that cicada is Mephisto. Is Mephisto. Yeah, that'd be great. What? I'd love that. Guys, I did it. I did one of them. <laughs> you I did, did one a of the comic. <sighs> that- There's also people that think the mailman's Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> There's every single person who's been on this TV show. Everybody's like calling it. That guy's Mephisto. That's totally Mephisto. But who knows? Maybe maybe it's a cicada. If we can yep. change her familiar to a bunny, Mephisto doesn't have to be a fly. He could be a cicada. I don't know. Anyways, I'm. I get to. I'll stake claim on that. I'll yep. stamp it. Uh, I do have a quick, uh, fun, like creepy game to play with you guys. Okay. 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 We're going to play Synops Us. Mm. Mm, so please. creepy. Such a creepy, <sighs> such a creepy setting. So why not Spooky, all be here together? Scary. <laughs> We're going to play Synops Us with a little bit of a witch theme. Ooh. Since we have our big witch reveal mm. on this one. Oh, is that what it was? It's a big a, a witch, a witch reveal. That's really hard to say. A say witch, witch reveal. Witch, 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 witch reveal. Witch reveal. Witch reveal. Let uh, me try. Which reveal? Which reveal? Which reveal? Which reveal? I uh, synopsis us. These boys go back and forth and create IMDb's top synopsis. Or they try and at least get close enough. We're going to be doing it one word at a time. And we're going to start with the Blair Witch Project. Never seen it. I have seen it. I will, I will carry us to victory. Carry I'm us to victory. No, start, you start. No proper names. Yeah, zero proper names. Go. First word, go. There are zero proper names. Oh. Did we all forget how to play all of our games? Yes, we did. Hold on. I'm trying to set us up for success here. So, I mean, it does say Blair Witch in the synopsis. So, I guess that's a proper name. Oh, so one. One. Okay. While some young buddies hunt for the biggest, (laughs) baddest, craziest, which around known only as Blair, which project I'm trying to win <clears throat> spooky. Wait, sorry. There's a comma after the project. Yep. Okay. And then spooky things happen. Exclamation point. Okay. That's it. While some young buddies hunt for the biggest, baddest, craziest witch around known only as Blair Witch Project, spooky <laughs> things happen. The actual synopsis for the Blair Witch Project, a 1999 thriller. Thriller? Three films. Yeah. I think it's a thriller. I would call it a horror movie. It's a thriller. Oh, he means that it's a sequel. I always get those two mixed up. <clears throat> he means it's a sequel to Michael Jackson's thriller. Music oh. Video. 
three film students vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend. Comma. Hey, you had that right. <laughs> Leaving only their footage behind. That, yeah, Noise. That, that wasn't too bad. Let me give you something you're a little bit more familiar with. How about The Wizard of Oz? We got witches <laughs> in that too. <laughs> One proper name. Mm, does Wizard of Oz count as a proper name? Mm. The Wizard, maybe? Then there was two. If it's the Wizard. Yeah, Wizard, wizard capitalized would be a proper name. Wait, okay. I think there's three. I, I think, think it's Dorothy, Toto, and that, Wizard. Yep, I think there's three as well. So I'll say two so one of us can win. Two. Okay. Hmm. That seems convenient. <laughs> start us maybe off, Doge. A little bit of collusion on this Zoom call. I did win, but yeah, let's let Doge yeah, Jordan start. Jordan won. Jordan no, won. No, let's let he Doge gets the first start. Word. I want Doge to start. Is that how we usually do that? Whoever gets closest gets the first word. That's uh-huh. why we do it. My mind's been erased. I've gone through the I've gone through the the hex too many times. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're gonna find out you had twins, but they're actually pieces of Satan's soul. Mm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, Doge, Jordan, would, you know I would like to give be you. Fair. I would like to no, give you the first one. Okay, fine. As a gift. Here, I. What a interesting. <laughs> what did you say? I go again. You're nodding at me and giving the doing the circle finger. I the thought guitar. we wants you to do this song. I thought we were on our same pa- the same page. We're not <laughs> going down the yellow road. Yep. <laughs> so I said here, and I said I, and I said go, and I said again, comma sucked. <laughs> here and go again. Up in a tornado. And now dropped down into Oz. Period. We're not done. There's two sentences. I'm Dorothy. <laughs> and you're Toto. <laughs> right? Question mark. You're just getting back at me for trying no, to I'm not. get I'm us not on getting the same back page earlier. I said question mark. So it's done. Is it done? We haven't even described the movie yet. We've just set it up. <laughs> yeah, and normally, we, normally we do such a good <laughs> job at this. This is the promise. We haven't got to the prestige yet. Let's go <laughs> follow that yellow brick road. Exclamation point. All right, that's it. Here I go again, sucked up in a tornado, and now drop down into Oz. I'm Dorothy, and you're Toto, right? <laughs> Let's go follow that yellow brick road. I love a good first person perspective uh, synopsis of a movie. Dorothy Gale is swept away from wait, a farm wait, 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 in wait, wait, Kansas. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. She has a last name? Yeah. Dorothy yes. Gale. I got it. Like the Gale yeah, wins. This is the, I got to digest This is the one that. with the lion and the, the tin can man. I got to digest this for a minute. Y'all go ahead without me. Dor- Dorothy Gale is swept away from a farm in Kansas to a magical land of Oz in a tornado and embarks on a quest with her new friends to see the wizard who can help her return home to Kansas and help her friends as well. What an awful synopsis that was. Yeah. Y'all's was much better. I know. And again, that one was, here I go again, sucked up in a tornado and now dropped down into Oz. I'm Dorothy and you're Toto, right? Let's go follow that yellow brick road. <laughs> 
Uh, do you want to do one more or is that enough? Let's do one more. Let's do one more because I, I don't want to just speculate about WandaVision for the last few minutes of this episode. Yeah. Was that sarcasm? No, I really don't. There's too many unanswered questions for us to just follow every <laughs> path. Yeah, for real. Our last one. Wait, let me make sure I have this right. There's so many uh, movies that are called the same thing and I thought I was… The Witch. Nope. No, not that one. That is a great… That's my favorite witch movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Terrifying. It's terrifying. It's really good. But this one is called Witch Hunter. Wait, The Last Witch Hunter. There are so many different witch hunter movies. <laughs> this one is a Vin Diesel classic. I've never seen and it. it's called The Last Witch Hunter. How many guesses do we have here? Zero. Episode? There's zero proper names. I hope there's zero, but I'm going to say one so that one of us wins. There are zero. I'm taking the first word. <clears throat> the Last Witch Hunter. There's not any witch hunt. Is that one word? Oh, yeah. That's a no. good question. Okay. Witch hunters left. Except for this <laughs> one, comma. Actually, I don't want to comma splice this sentence. That's crazy. Period. New sentence. Guess he's gotta go hunt all those witches to <laughs> get them gone. Period. One of my favorite things is when one of you is expecting the other to end a sentence, but they don't. And just to see your faces <laughs> yeah. of like, what what possibly in this? It's like, I think I've alley-ooped it and you go and grab the ball and alley-oop it again. And we just are stuck right. in the alley-oop loop. It's like we just uh, keep NBA going Street. Going. <laughs> There's not any witch hunters left except for this one. Guess he's got to go hunt all those witches to get them gone. The actual last witch hunter. The last witch hunter is all that stands between humanity and the combined forces of the most horrifying witches in history. Don't y'all want to watch this movie? I Honestly, do. So yeah, I bad. do. Knowing that it's Vin makes me want to watch Vin it Diesel, so badly. Rose Leslie, Elijah Wood. What? Michael Caine. What? what? When did this come out? Joseph Gilgan. Wow. Know, look at it. Look at it. 2015. Isn't that amazing? Maybe Vin, maybe, oh, he already is in the MCU. Dang it. He's been promising for years that Groot is not his only MCU role. Is he? Yeah, no, he, he does a lot of stuff. He, he has, has actually said that. Has, he has? Yeah, he said that, yeah. He said, Groot is my voice, but myself will be in others. Is Ghost Rider an MCU character, or a Marvel character? Yes. Yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah. Found him. <laughs> that are, that, are, that. <laughs> that are homeboy, uh, no, that's a DC character who's basically Ghost Rider. The Diablo or whatever that guy's name is. Lobo. 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 Yeah. Can I yeah. pitch Keanu as Ghost Rider for anybody? Does that tickle anyone's fancy? Not as much as Vin. I'm going to be Not honest. Not as much as Vin. Yeah. I, I don't actually… I know for the memes, Vin is great for stuff. I think that Vin in person is a horrible addition to the MCU. What if Vin is Professor X? Like, I, hold on. I, this, I want the sillies to stop for a second. In a world where Keanu could be our Ghost Rider or Vin, you both would legitimately actually… like. Outside of like a joke, like you would actually want it to be Vin Diesel. Yes. This feels like entrapment. I don't have to answer this. I just, I'm trying to figure out if you guys were joking and I missed it because I was looking at The Last Witch Hunter on IMDb or if you're both actually like, I think Vin Diesel as Ghost Rider is a good call more so than Keanu Reeves as Ghost Rider. 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about Ghost Rider. I just figured with Vin, like he's his head already kind of looks like a skull. <laughs> so it's just going to be easier for the makeup department. Exactly. Think about it. Because with Keanu, you have to get rid of hair and skin. Vin, only skin. I'd like to finish this episode now. Uh, I can't. Well, you're the one who kept it going. I to can't. end this episode, we are going to put Keanu Reeves in the MCU. I want you to give me his introductory line into the MCU when he shows up as whatever character you manifest him as. I'm Carter, and we've got a scene here. And again, it's the multiverse, so things have changed. And we've got this huge press conference, and walking out to the press conference in his tinted shades, uh, looking to the camera, is Keanu Stark. And he says, yeah, I'm thinking I'm Iron Man. Gosh dang it, that was going to be my quote. <laughs> I'm Doge. I almost said I'm Keanu. I'm Doge. <laughs> Not Keanu Reeves, regrettably. But when Keanu does appear in the MCU, it's going to be in next week's episode of WandaVision as John Wick. And he's going to run out of one of the doors in Wanda in, in Agatha's basement, the nexus of all realities, as John Wick, and say, hey, it's me, John Wick, from John Wick 1, 2, and 3. I heard y'all are killing dogs up in here. That's a big problem for me. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't expecting this one, but I'm Jordan. And, uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's had a lot of problems recently with Goop and people just accusing, you know, her whole thing of being like selling crystals for that don't do anything and all that stuff. So she, no. she's, no, they work. She's becoming a little bit problematic. And I'm thinking the MCU probably wants to keep their distance. So it's actually not about what line is first. It could be any line. It's just whatever Pepper's next line was going to be in the first place. Because Keanu's, Keanu's Pepper now. I love it. Can you give us his uh, one of his most famous lines? Since you seem to be able to see into the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it hasn't happened yet, so it's not going to sound iconic, but you guys are going to love this. You, you, you're you not ready for this, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> it's from Back to the Future, Carter. Oh, Carter, yeah, you wouldn't get that joke. Never seen it. Um, but there's going to be a pretty big point when, when Pepper is uh, answering like a pretty important question, and it's just a yes or no, you know, held at gunpoint, whole, whole universe hangs in the balance, and she's just going to be like, oh, chalk. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.